0: Well, hello and welcome to the Unstoppably Creative Podcast, where I'm going to show you how to increase your confidence, build momentum, and create wildly successful results. I'm your host, Leslie Becker, and I'm here to help you have an unstoppably creative life. So let's get to it. Well, hello, my friend, and welcome to this episode of the Unstoppably Creative Podcast. I'm Leslie Becker, your host, and I'm really glad you're joining me today. And I've got a confession for you. In fact, I've got 10 confessions that I am going to share with you today about my creative life. But hold your horses, because before we jump in, I want to ask you how you're doing on those mundane tasks. Last episode, last week, we talked about how important mundane tasks are for creatives. And I just want to check in on you. How'd you do? Did you discover some mundane tasks that actually gave you more creativity? I uh, would love to hear about that. You can send me an email at unstoppablycreative at gmail.com or uh, post it on my Facebook group, Unstoppably Creative with Leslie, because I would just love to hear what mundane tasks you participated in this week. All right, so this episode's going to be a quick one. I thought it would be really fun for me to just, you know, give you some confessions. I'm going to actually confess some things that I have done in my life or that I do consistently in my life, there's gonna be five that have been really great for me and fives that are probably not been so great for me and I'm gonna share those with you because I have been a serial creative entrepreneur my whole life. From the time I was young, I just loved ideas and big thinking and taking action on ideas that I came up with. You're probably the same way, maybe you've been an entrepreneur your whole life or just had creative ideas your whole life, so you know what it feels like to get a spark and you just wanna act on it, you just wanna do it. So people have often asked me how I've been able to juggle so many different things. Well, I definitely have some habits in my life that I'm to confess to you today, some that have been good for me and some that have not been good for me. Number one, I, for as many years as I can remember backwards, I plan my day the night before. That has been going on for probably 30 years of my life that maybe 15 minutes before I go to bed, I will actually set down and set the intentionality for the next day, what my top three priorities are, what I want the day to be. Maybe I'll, I'll put a um, inspirational quote that'll guide me through the day, but I must do this every night before I go to bed because it just keeps me in alignment. It is a habit that has helped me so much and makes me focused and productive every single day. Number two, along with that scheduling, I also know when I am best at certain tasks and I schedule accordingly. So, you know, there will be people that say, oh, you should do the toughest tasks in the morning first so that then everything else in your day is easy. Well, I think that's hogwash. I think you have to find out for yourself What is the time of day that you are most creative or most needed for a specific task? So I have learned for myself, for me, I am best, I am most creative and best for particularly writing projects either early in the morning or late at night. I'm gonna confess, a lot of times when I'm working on this podcast, I'm actually recording it pretty late at night because I just feel inspired, I feel energy at this time of night. I definitely... Know the task that I'm best at at certain times of the day, and you need to figure that out for yourself as well. If you've never done a thing called a time audit, I want to really encourage you to do so. That is where you just um, take a take a day, or better yet, take a week and record every half hour what you are doing and then when you finish recording it for a, even just one day or a whole week which would be ideal then you can start marking where are the times that things really flowed when did it feel like you were really great at something and when were the times that you just really didn't have any ideas and notate those so that when you start planning your schedule you can plan accordingly to when you are the most creative and that's when you plan your most creative tasks all right, that turned into a teaching instead of a confession, but now I've got confession number three. I take walks alone just to think. Now, if you guys are longtime creatives, and uh, I can't imagine that you haven't heard of The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, um, one of the things she talks about is taking walks alone. Alone with just yourself. No cell phone, No music, no podcast listening, nobody else on that, but you're just taking a walk so that you can let your brain be free, you can listen to nature, and I gotta tell you, in this writing project that I'm working on right now, I've shared with you that I pulled this new musical forward um, from the back burner, and we're in kind of the final stages of final tweaking before we have another reading in New York in about three weeks and so there's, we're looking specifically at the little challenges, the areas that have always challenged us. And I've really been utilizing the walks to really dive deeper into these characters and fix those solutions that have been challenges in our project probably since the time we started them. They're the things that always are like the craw on the side that we haven't fixed yet. And these walks have opened up things that we've never thought of before. It's been a really uh, fruitful in my creativity. So if you don't do that, I want to encourage you to take walks alone just for your mind to, to be free. And you can think about whatever it is that you want to think about. My fourth confession is that's been a habit that I've had For so many years, I don't even know how many years, but it has absolutely changed the quality of my life and the quality of my writing. And that is that I write every single day. Now, when I was a performer and singing, I shared with you, I think last week, that I vocalized every single solitary day. And now that I'm more focused in my writing, I write every single day. So whatever your creative gift is, whatever your artistry is, whatever your business is, you must do it every single day. Even if you don't have any ideas, you got to sit down at your computer or you've got to, you know, sit down with a blank canvas that you're about to paint on and just create something. I want to highly encourage you to do that. And that is my number four confession of my best habits as a serial creative entrepreneur. And then finally, I do not drink smoke, or do drugs, period, end. Those are things that I will never engage in. It's allowed me to keep my mind clear. It has allowed me to keep my brain very heightened, very focused my entire life. I know for some of you, you might hear that that sounds really boring, but you know what? I've had a pretty amazing life not doing any of those things. And now I wanna turn to the five worst habits that I have that have probably hindered my creativity in a way, but I'm gonna share them with you today. So number one is, I'm going to confess, I stay up way too late. I think from my old life as a musical theater performer and doing shows every night and being out, you know, the show would come down at 1030 at night, I'd get home maybe by 11 or if I was going out, I'd get home at 12 or one and then I'd stay, you're just fired up. And so I had a life of staying up very, very late. So I naturally, my natural rhythm is to stay up very late. And now that I have to get up very early in the morning, staying up late isn't such a great habit but I'm loving uh, the creativity that I have at night. Like this is my most creative time. And so um, I'm not sure I'm going to try to break that habit because I kind of like staying up late. So there you go. My next confession is I binge watched television series. Now this was not something I ever did. In fact, for most of my life, I did not even have a TV. In fact, people would tease me when they'd come to my New York apartment because my television was this television screen size was smaller than my computer screen because I just didn't watch television at all when I lived in New York. Now that I live in Tennessee and we have things like Roku and Netflix and all the things, I have gotten fascinated by long form content where you can watch the entire series in a long binge fest. And I have become a long binge fest on all these amazing new television shows. So much creativity, so much depth, and it's taught me a new form of long form writing. So even though it's kind of a bad habit and takes up a lot of my time, it's also given me some tools, some learnings, and some creativity for my own writing. Doesn't mean I recommend it, but it has been a positive thing as well. Number three. Here's a habit, I can laugh at this one, because I actually believe this is true, and probably it's really not. But I actually believe that I work best under deadline pressure. Now, there are some people that would say, there's no way that you do your best work under a deadline pressure. If you took time ahead of time, you'd probably come up with something way better. And you know, there might be some of that that's true. But for me, because of the kind of work that I do, and the kind of writing I do, I am constantly working under deadlines and the fact that I'm able to work under deadlines and make deadlines has been a really, really important thing in my life. However, it's probably a habit that would also be good for me to start challenging myself to think further in advance instead of always relying and pushing things up to the very, very end of a deadline. What about you? I'd love to hear about you. Are you someone who works best on a deadline Or are you someone who likes free space to just create in whatever time zone you want to? Let me know. All right, number four. My next worst habit that I confess is I forget when I'm good at something. Okay, you might be thinking, what are you talking about? So let me give you an example. I have always been um, interested and uh, found strengths in a lot of different areas. And what happens when I get focused on one area let's say right now I'm mostly focused on my writing, I almost forget that I was ever an actor. But when I don't focus on it and I don't look at it, I often forget that I can do that. And then when an opportunity comes up for me to do that and I go, oh, wow, yeah, I forgot that I did that. I forgot that I was good at that. And I don't know, honestly, if this is a good habit or a bad habit, but for me, it's um, there are times in my life that I've shut down an area of my life just because I was focused elsewhere, and that I really have forgotten to honor that other part of myself. Have you ever done that? So I'd love to encourage you, if you've ever done that before, that, um, that you do remind yourself of who you are or who you have been, that you don't forget that you do those things, that you don't compartmentalize so much that you're not really aware of all those pieces of yourself. So do yourself a favor, don't forget that you are good at things that you might not be pursuing right this minute. And I'm saying that out loud for myself too. All right, we're down to the last one, number five. My last confession of my worst habits that I've had in my creative life is, I am notorious for ready, fire, aim. Now. I will look at that as saying, hey, that's actually served me really well. I am much more a ready, fire, aim girl than a ready, aim, fire girl, meaning I will um, actually just say, hey, I've got an idea and like sell it to somebody before I've even built it. Um, some people will say that's smart. Some people say that's crazy. For me, it's worked. But the reality is there might be times in my life that it would have been better if I had actually done it in order of ready, aim, fire. So I'm gonna consider that a worst habit, but it's also been a a good habit for me. Well, that's what I've got for you, my friend. I hope you enjoyed hearing my confessions of my worst habits and my best habits. You have a great rest of your week and I will look forward to talking to you next week. And until then, keep living your unstoppably creative life. Bye-bye.